You're listening to the Independent News Hour on 99.5 FM. I'm your host, John Tarleton, Editor-in-Chief of the Independent, New York City's progressive newspaper and website. You can find our uh, latest uh, reports at independent.org. That's I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-E-N-T dot O-R-G. Turning to our first segment, no group of people has done more to save lives in the COVID-19 pandemic and at greater risk to to themselves than nurses. In New Rochelle, New York, just north of the city, gratitude is in short supply for nurses at the Montefiore Hospital where they find themselves locked out of their jobs due to an ongoing labor dispute with management. With a with a second wave of the pandemic bearing down on the New York City area, how is this possible? To fill us in, we are joined this evening by Kathy Santoayema, leader of the New Rochelle Nurses. Kathy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Certainly. So, uh, just just for starters, can you can you lay out what is uh, going on at the at the hospital in in New Rochelle and and what the uh, current situation is? Yes. Um, so we've been in contract negotiations for close to two years. It'll be two years in two weeks, and um, we've gotten nowhere. And the basic ask for us for the new contract is. It all leads back to staffing. Um, we, we definitely are understaffed, and we are definitely paid lower than most hospitals, I think all hospitals in this area. So um, that's we're trying to get a better contract and um, trying to retain nurses who have left by the droves uh, to, um, you know, so, so that's why we ended up giving the hospital a uh, 10-day notice that we were going on an unfair labor strike for two days, and we told them we would be back to work at on Thursday at 7 a.m., and this was all, you know, for the sake of our patients and our community. So when we went back to work on Thursday, um, most of us, many of us, were locked out. And how is the hospital functioning if it's locking out a part of its uh, nursing staff when so we're in a they, pandemic? They actually, yeah, they actually um, let in um, some of the emergency room nurses, a lot of the ICU nurses, but not everybody. And then um, they actually uh, cohorted all the patients on one big unit, uh, including the COVID patients, and uh, locked down other units. Um, and then every day as patients are rising, they're calling in, you know, another nurse, another nurse, and we still have nurses that are locked out. My, I am one of the nurses that's locked out. Mm. And how long have you worked at the hospital? 43 years. My goodness. And, and uh, how severe was the situation in New Rochelle last spring at the height of the pandemic? I imagine the hospital was we, very We were... Um, they called us ground zero. We were the epicenter. Um, we practically, I think we did. We started it all. We became a completely COVID hospital. We took care of, we were full COVID for months. And then, um, and we never had no COVID patients. We, we always had COVID patients. But, you know, of course, over the summer, it decreased greatly. And um, now it's, we're starting to get patients again with COVID. And right. it was rough. I mean, yeah. it was a really rough, rough time. 
I mean, nobody is going to ever forget this. This is like something I've been a nurse for 43 years, and this is absolutely like nothing we have ever even come close to. Um, it was really, really hard on us, and of course, it was really hard on our patients in our community. And what reason is management giving uh, for uh, for stiff arming you all? I mean, after all the work you've done they're, in the past year in particular. They're saying that when we went on strike, they did not go and get um, trial, you know, they didn't get agency nurses to cover. What they did was transfer most of our patients out to other hospitals. And um, then now they're saying it's because of low volume. But in fact, it really isn't. Our nurses were inside the last couple of days with really high ratio of nurse to patients, patients to nurse, excuse me. So um, that, um, you know, it could have been all avoided if they had just opened up everything and, you know, we would have been back to normal. As a matter of fact, I work on, they closed the COVID floor, which was really very strange to me. The floor, the floor that houses um, our COVID patients, and they put them on this regular med- this red- regular medical surgical floor. So my floor, which is an orthopedic surgical floor, which is totally away from COVID patients at this time in the spring. Of course, we were COVID too. Um, it, you know, it's it's like considered they call it clean. You know, you have to have a, very, a certain criteria to be admitted to the floor. You can't have any you know infections or anything. But they put our post-op patients right on the floor that housed COVID patients, which to me was very odd to do. And it, it really breaks protocols, you know? Yeah, I was wondering, are there are there state regulations about this? Is this something that uh, ought to get the hospital in trouble because they're putting people's well, lives at risk? I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just we, we did report them to the Department of Health. And, um, you know, the patients, of course, were in, different, in separate isolated rooms. But it just was a very poor idea. You know, it it really, the basic infection control rules, it seems to have broken. You know, normally, um, when the hospital is normally running, we would never have our patients with those patients. It's just just not done. So, I mean, it just seems like they were um, maybe retaliating against us or trying to actually teach us a lesson by not opening up all the floors. Right. And, and uh, the nurses at your hospital, y'all are members of the uh, New York State Nurses Association, uh, NYSNA, and we had that rally uh, outside the hospital today. Um, yes. Can you, I guess, talk about w- what your plans are going forward to, to try to... Um, well, as of now, um, we, well, we are going to negotiate on Thursday, but our main thing is for everybody to get back to work. And as of now, I hear they will be opening up the COVID floor shortly because we're being, um, it, it's, it's a mess. They, they said it's really busy. It's crazy. Um, so they're starting to call the, the nurses that work on that floor in tonight. And I mean, I will be opening it up shortly because, you know, the, the ratio is very high right now. Right. And uh, we'll have to uh, go here in a minute, but. Uh, is there any final word you want to share with our listeners as far as uh, how they can uh, uh, support you all or anything that uh, people can do to, to be in solidarity? Uh, we certainly appreciate well, what our, I mean, our I mean, it's just, it's just that it's not, not, it's just not right that they did this to us. I mean, what they do is they give, 
they spend millions and millions of dollars on billboards and advertisements and all kinds of things that, you know, are not us and not patients. So, I mean, that's just not the right thing to do. And, I mean, we, we were very, it was very nice today because the community did come out to support us, and we had a lot of politicians there to support us. So, I mean, you know, we're, we, you know we've called the governor's office, and I, I don't know. Now they're starting to open up things, so hopefully that will continue. Great. Well, it's, it's, it's really good that you are continuing to make your voices heard. And uh, Kathy uh, Santoyama, thank you so much for joining us on the Independent News Hour today. Thank you very much for having me. Certainly.